Hello and welcome to the Screen Chronicles. I'm Colby and with me as always is Steve. Hold a scolding hot metal bar till my hands melt. Kozich. And today we are coming at you with another Last Kingdom episode recap and discussion to today for episode four of season five of The Last Kingdom. Steve, are you ready to do this episode? I'm so ready. Yes. Um, this was another great episode. For different reasons, I'd say, because this was a, a heartfelt, emotional episode. This is emotional. had some politics stuff going on. A I little just, bit of action. Little a little bit, bit of action. action. I would definitely say, you know, obviously the first episode had a lot of setup. To me, it felt a little bit slower when I first watched through. Um, I would say this one, though, was probably the one with like the least amount of like awesome plots battle stuff mm -hmm. going on in it but it was still really good and yeah yeah i think because you're right. of the content of emotional stuff and there's this awesome political twist at the end oh that it was, was amazing just amazing just amazing and, and i didn't see coming either i did I not say we'll, we'll get into just, it in the spoilers but it was um, so good yeah it was so good yeah i mean if if you haven't already uh listened to our other talks make sure you do uh, we are going to do a spoiler talk here. We talk about up to episode four of season five of The Last Kingdom. So nothing after that is going to be touched on. We have both seen the whole season, but mm -hmm. we're only going to talk up to this point. We're going to be a recap spoiler discussion. Um, we're going to be our best bro moments, our favorite mm -hmm. moments from the episode um, and just tell you what's going on and let you know all this stuff. Um, but before we get into more spoiler stuff, I'm going to give you my score right now because of those crazy twists there were some boring parts i would say in it for me there were some parts where i was just like political mm -hmm. setup blah 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 one of the slower episodes of the season but well, still good ones. but it was still i would say just because of the the content that does happen is so significant mm -hmm. and was so cool even though there were some dull moments in between just the amount of like satisfying feeling that i had with those moments yes. i'm still gonna have to give it a high score I can't give it a 9.5, obviously, because that was last episode. I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go. I was going to say 8.75, but I feel like it's too specific. I'm going nine. I'm going to go hard. Oh, nine. OK, I'm gonna go hard. Nine. All right. I'm going eight out of ten. Eight out of ten is a very good score. That's a, that's a good beat. That's passing PT school, man. Listen, that's, I, I'm taking that. <laughs> yeah. And that's only comparing it to the other episodes of the season, because while it did have the acting was superb. Um, there was a little action. The twists were amazing. It probably in this season was the slowest episode, I think. Yeah, I would say nowhere near as slow and boring as like five was in season four. Right. Um, there was one episode in season four that was considerably slower than any five. Last Kingdom episode up to that point. And it was, and just it was all... also in Alisburg. Yes. And that's what um, I was a little kind of thinking. I was like. I was like, like that was my least favorite part of season four. And I like, don't rehash that again. Like, I don't want to hear the elderman argue. Yes. And that's all what over was, again. <laughs> that's what I was a little afraid. Or like, are we going to get back into this? And let's let's just give you guys a spoiler warning right now here. Yes. We gave you. Okay, it's warned. We just want to jump into it. I want to jump into what I thought was just amazing right off the bat. What happens out of the gate is. Um, we know Ethelhelm is scheming to try and take power here mm -hmm. through his mm -hmm. his grandson. And then the eldermen who are coming 
to the Witten, and we we think maybe they're going to because Ethel fled had got to one guy and said like, hey, like you've got this living because of me. You like I respect you. You respect me. Let's make my daughter the next heir. So it's like a toss up. Like, what are they going to do? Who are they going to go with? They get killed. And then (laughs) it turns out these were men hired by Edward. Oh, my God. They confront Edward about it in the chamber. And he's just like, yep. Yeah, totally. He just owns it. He does it. He owns it. And it's like, he doesn't even be like, oh, oh, well, crazy. We should find those. No, he's just like, hell yeah, I did. He's like, yeah, hell yeah, I killed those people. <laughs> and like, doesn't it make sense? He's like, did you guys watch episode five of, of season yeah, four? We are not doing this shit again. We are not doing it again. <laughs> and and he, he just takes it and he's like, Elfwyn, you are not, you're not mature enough to, to take the throne. We have always been trying to basically take Mercia anyways. My, and it's my... kind of what everyone else was thinking, too, is like Elfwyn's just been chasing boys this whole episode. Yeah. Like, and she not... run Mercia? Like... She's, she's a young woman, you know? She's a she young is. girl. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm taking this shit. This is now part of Wessex, bitch. This is my... <laughs> yeah. I, and this is my father's dream. This is my father's throne. and my sister's dream. Yeah. And this is what's going to happen. And he just sits um, right on the throne. Oh my freaking God. boss. He says, like I will be the king of the boss. Anglos and the Saxons. That was such a boss moment, dude. Oh and I'm God. Edward's come so far from last season. Yes. Edward's come so far from last season. And everybody in the room, Aldhelm, Ethelhelm, everyone's like, what? This yes. is crazy. And he even like he even says something like uh, you know, uh, it's all good because I'm gonna protect you now. And the Wessex guards just step up yeah. where everybody's like arguing. And that's like, then he goes and sits on the throne. This was such a badass moment. King moment. That's like, Alfred type moment. I, I don't think Alfred ever did anything like this. No, I mean, no, but like, again, though, this feels like an Alfred moment because Alfred was still, he was more subtle, I mm-hmm. guess, in his ways. Mm-hmm. But he was still, he's always still trying to, you know, he was still the one ruling Mercia when Ethelred yeah. was there. Like it was still him in charge. Mm-hmm. And that's why Ethelred sort of always resented Alfred and his family and Ethel fled because he knew he was a proxy pretty much just for yeah. Alfred. And Alfred, again, you know, he was the one who started the dream. I want all of England. That's what I want. And so like his kids have had that. They were trying to make it happen. And mm-hmm. Edward's just, he's like, I don't care. You know, like this is, this is the right thing to do in my opinion. And this is mine. This is my shit. And he just sits on the throne. And and the other thing that made it so badass is because earlier, after Ethelfled died, again, we're going to touch on all this stuff. Elfwyn, her daughter, is like mm-hmm. looking at the throne. And, mm-hmm. and like Ethelhelm and I think even the other eldermen there are like, whoa, 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 you're not queen yet. Yeah. Like only the ruler gets to sit in the throne and touch it. So then when Edward at the end is like, this shit is mine, it sits hard and he doesn't just touch it he sits mm-hmm. his ass down he plops on it mm-hmm. he plops mm-hmm. just get comfortable here get, just like a, get, get my chink my cheek imprints uh. right in there there yes. we go mm. <laughs> oh my god he, oh it's so that's awesome. what made it so when i was watching this him I was, and i'm normally i'm normally not someone that's like oh big political twist normally when the twist happens like political wise i'm like oh interesting 
but like this one i was i was up i was like i was up too like i I gotta go back and look at my reaction yes because i my butt's like off the chair a little bit like i was like what i was um i was surprised and i was impressed after season three we had an idea for who we thought edward was going to be as king and we were we were definitely disappointed in season four um Mm -hmm. colby and i were and we were because he was so awesome in season three and season four he made some terrible decisions he was manipulated by ethel helm yeah the whole time he was just being controlled by ethel helm we were disappointed and then eventually it felt like there was a switch and you even see he starts dressing more alfred like and we're like oh here we go he's gonna be but then like then he starts being more petty about like how ethel fled is more popular than him and stuff Mm -hmm. and he makes Mm -hmm. just like he leaves wessex open for citrigear to take it and he's just you know something like there was so many like moments it was just like edward does not feel in charge of what's going on right and this season it's just the man uh, is in i'm charge. the man the i'm man. the man i'm the man why don't you leave the decisions to the king because <laughs> i'm the fucking king i'm the fucking king man uh, also yeah. earlier in the episode and i went back and rewatched it he embraces Elfwin because he's come to Aelisberg also because his sister is dying. Mm-hmm. And he hugs Elfwin and and she's worried about the Elderman, you know, doing something else. And Edward just says, don't the Elderman will be taken care of. Don't you worry. And now everyone's knowing what he means by that. And he doesn't I, say it. And it's not obvious. He doesn't. It's not like the Elderman will be taken care of. It's not like that. He just says it sort of comforting her. Yeah. The Elderman will be taken care of. Don't you worry. And now, you know what he was thinking and planning and it was like fuck so yeah, awesome right. moment that's at the end of the episode that the very that was the very uh, end almost scene. the very end that was um, that was probably my and that's what again that's what bumped up yeah, to I, the, I was yeah. a little bored at some parts in between uh the the big emotional moments with right Ethel fled and i was like here we go we're getting into political stuff we're getting right. into the mercy and are like are they literally going to episode five us you know like are they going to do that again, again to us? Not again. And, um, and they don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they, they, they were, Ed was like, that shit ain't happening. Bam. Okay. Sit my ass down. <laughs> That's awesome. And That's again, there awesome. was a great moment last season with the whole mercy and drama when oh, yeah. Edward does flex his his like kingly power that one time he's just like, 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 I've got your son locked up. You know, like there was yeah. that, it was an awesome moment. But this one, I was glad how they did. They were just like, yeah. This drama is done, but it was still yeah. there was still and, political shit and backstabbing. Like we saw, like him talking to those men. He, yeah. he heard about the stuff because of the, the eavesdropping. And we still like episode five, season four. But as for a last kingdom, <laughs> well, for a last kingdom episode, it was definitely slower. Yes, it was the slowest one. But anyway, though, so I I, I love this. I loved it. And I, and again, Ethelhelm is just like losing his mind he's losing his mind because now like elfward not getting on the throne now yeah and and it's just you know again he thought he had the king lined up he thought Mm -hmm. he had him he'd been scheming yeah he's like i got him paid off they're coming in they're gonna and again they might not have though because ethelfled has this moment with the one guy it's maybe they weren't but edward had already found this out and he's like this is what i'm gonna do and yeah ethelfled had bestowed that guy with more land of mercy and land and yeah Uchard was like why didn't he like you know he wasn't on your side in the beginning and, yeah that was, that was and the one annoying like, guy with the son or the cousin Bergert, the nephew Bergert, or yeah mm-hmm. in the in fourth season yeah um, and he's one of the guys we saw at the table with Breslau last episode so 
So now, you know, he's conflicted with, well, like Ethelflaed's giving me this land and entrusting me to make the decision about his daughter. Yet I'm getting paid to do this. And right before he leaves to go to that Witten, his wife says like something, are you sure about this? And he's like, I'm doing what's best for, or I think the wife, somebody says like, we've had you know, all this wealth and she's been lost. It was, no, it was but he's like, I'm doing what's best for Mercia. Yeah. You know? And but we don't know what he thinks is best, so we never like find out. We don't know. I like that we don't know. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. But I, I just cool. I love how worked up Ethelflat Ethel Helm is because in fourth season he had him he had Edward figured out. He you know in yes. his head he's like I'm in control of this I know um, what's going on. I'm the puppet master here. And now yeah. he's just like like I'm now I'm he's like I still have great schemes like my schemes like <laughs> and he's now he's out scheming me. He's out scheming you know? me. What the heck? amazing and not amazing only, that was awesome uh, let's let's back let's it up back here it up. though let's back it up because we left off at a pretty epic part last episode yes with where wrong holding on to the hot pockets the hot to, pocket trying to walk back from the, the mozzarella stick <laughs> yeah trying to take take the hot pockets out of the microwave <laughs> and so what he has to do is he has to hold this bar and take nine steps and i was originally thinking Okay, let's go. Quick feet. Quick feet. Let's know, get it going. I you know, know. It's just like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But I guess I would have been and, running with that. I thing. know, I know. But the rule is I think they have to go to a cadence. Yes. And which brutal. Which I mean, if you if any of you have ever worked out in a gym or with a team with a trainer, whenever they make you go to a cadence, let's say you're doing a bench press, it is a hundred times worse. Yes. Um, to anything to a cadence is worse. He goes to a cadence and it's like on um Sig Trigger's um he like makes a fist yeah. and um the crowd counts very interactive i would like yeah. that's why i was like back then they'd have tv like mm-hmm. you, like you get this thing where you get to participate you get to watch someone mm-hmm. hold something hot like it's that's, that's a fun day <laughs> it's great what a day it's not often <laughs> you get to down. see the good old the bar hot bar hold Ooh, we haven't seen this oh, in a while. and this thing is sizzling his hands and he's just in so much pain, but he keeps taking steps. And I think around step six, he falls to his knees. Yeah. And Sig Trigger had said, like, if you can't do it, if you drop the bar, you fall. I'm just gonna he I have the to kill sword you. ready. That was and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was and, awesome. And when he does fall, like he starts winding it up, like, oh shit. And just like no hesitation. Like he just starts getting ready, you know. Like, but you see on his face, yeah, you can see on his face he's like willing Rongvold to finish this because he doesn't want to again, he does not want to kill his brother, it's his freaking brother. Yeah. No matter how bad he betrayed him. And you can see like the anguish, like, please get up so I don't have to do this. And Rungvald does. And he finishes it. Finishes and, it out. And I, I felt like I feel like Stiora was kind of like, come on, like, like yeah. let's kill him. And he has to like sit outside. And if he heals, he's good. And it's like, so it's still like another stipulation. His yeah. hands heal, he's fine. Three nights. If there's no healing, dead. Yeah, and if the gods don't heal you by the third sunrise, then I'm gonna kill you. You know, I don't, and I don't know. I'm not a a burn expert, but in my head, <laughs> I was kind of thinking like he dumped his hands in boiling water and touched a metal object. Like I was like, would he even be able to drop it? Like if even if he like tried <laughs> to like, wouldn't him just opening his hands like rip the skin off? And- oh, his hands are mangled though at the end, but. I don't know. We should. uh, We're going to do an experiment next episode. (laughs) We're going to find out. Steve is going (laughs) to just just shows me like, yeah. All right, guys. (gasps) Do a MythBusters on Last Kingdom. (laughs) 
and, and to just finish that that line, he ends up healing. He shows some signs mm-hmm. of healing. So he gets to come back in. Sig Trigger's like, it's going to take time. Yeah. You know, for me to trust you. Trust you again. Uh, I think Steora had argued with him about that, about yeah. all this. And Cle- clearly not a fan. Not a fan of what's going on. But, but Sig Trigger is merciful. Uh-huh. It's his brother. So he's relieved he doesn't have to kill him. Also, we left off last episode. Uhtred's riding off to mm. go see Ethelflaed before mm-hmm. she dies. And he does get there. And she's already like getting ready to make the trip to go see um, that guy. So to make the offering to try and get him on her side. That's when he runs into her. He's like, uh, shouldn't you be resting? She's like, I yeah. got shit to do. I know. Like, I got plenty of time to rest when I'm dead. And yeah. And they take a walk together. And it, it's funny, too. They, they go. They, they give that man the land. Mm-hmm. They keep going. They leave the the fortress of Aylesburg. Yeah. And, and out this like side secret door. Well, there are no like, guards. Like, yeah. Uh... And he's like, oh, this is how you've been getting humped. Like, you have he's like, how come door. I haven't been using this? <laughs> just sneak in and hump you. <laughs> that was that was just uh, so Uhtred. That was just a yeah. great. This is a great little moment. They end up going off and they have a like a hike. They have a nice little hike. They get a, to the end of uh, you know, like yeah. um, Ethel. I'm just gonna make up a, a fun name, Ethel Ethel Bricks Road. Um, <laughs> follow the Ethel Brick Road. Follow the follow Ethel, the Ethel Road. Road. <laughs> so they get to Ethel Bricks Peak. Like she's, I I was kind of debating whether or not she was gonna die this episode, or if she would even make it to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I was like, but like she started getting cold, and like he gives her a blanket. I'm just like maybe they're going to reconnect and there's going to be some stuff that happens here, which they do reconnect. They do reconnect. And, um, so you know, they, they just sit down and they look at like the sun setting and they end up kissing. And she says, she says, I often think about, you know, what could have been, um, but they think about like, you know, what they gave up and he asked her, do you ever regret it? And she says on occasion I do. And when I do, it's with every part of my being. Yeah. And I like that because it's not like because she wanted to be the ruler of Mercia. Like that was her long-term goal, right? That was like yeah, her yeah. personal goal was to help with her father's vision. She wanted mm-hmm. to be a ruler. It would have um, been selfish, I think, to just choose Utrid over that. Yeah. And um, she did it well, you know. Histor- yeah. I think historically too, I think she was like a really good ruler. She's very strong, you know. You know, I like that she wasn't just like, I regret it all the time. She was like, I regret it. Like, definitely and when i do it's like it hurts a lot Some, and, yeah but so not I every really time like and, the nuance to it and, and i like how utrid counters that too with like i've often dreamed of us as a family but even in that dream it always ends with us wondering if we made the wrong choice yeah you know and and he has an awesome line that i think we can all relate to it is the curse of life to think of what might have been yeah it's so man. true you can't you know you can't do it Uhtred's it's getting deep i just got chills i know <laughs> I know Uhtred, Alexander Draymond, and Millie Brady in this scene. Oh my God, this scene was this scene was part. This is why, like, I had to give it a nine because, like, this scene, you know, they they they've had some sort of chemistry since season two. You know, she clearly yeah. loved um, your boy uh, Eric back in in season two, but there was yeah. always like this sort of chemistry, this sort of she always idolized him, and yeah, and then all of a sudden she was old enough, and they started being romantic. Mm-hmm. 
but it was right after his wife died. So like he couldn't in season three because his wife just right. died. Gisela, right. Our, our, our other bay. Right. And then, but she, and does, she does start happens. showing those feelings season four. They were together. And then, and then she had to become queen. So she, mm-hmm. and because she was a woman, she wanted to be taken seriously and that, that another man wouldn't come in as her husband yeah. and then be looked at as the king. So she said, I'm right. going to be chase, which means ain't no horizontal tangoing going on anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even sure, with the trap door, even with the, even with the door, secret door, the secret little door. So because she's honorable and she's, you know, she's um precious. She's precious. But what is the word I'm looking for? She's integrity. And integrity. So much integrity. She got so much of that integrity. Yeah, so much of that integrity. Um, so I, I just I love this scene and, and they it was kiss. so well done. They kiss. He looked he, beautiful. And she's just like the way Millie Millie Brady is just killing. It. I mean, they're again they're both it. killing it, but Millie Brady is just like tearing this it is up. Her moment. This is her moment. Yeah, and this is her farewell. She's been in it since season two, and she just feels just like just plants one on her and, mm. instead of like letting her finish. And it was it was great. They end up falling asleep together and we come back you know after some scenes later and and it's it's dark now and she's just motionless there and I'm like she's, it was she's gone this was rough dude this was rough um, she died it's just it's such a beautifully filmed scene too i mean this is probably mm. you know think- the last kingdom has always been like sort of hand cams and movements and we have like cinematic moments like we talk about like when they pan from mm-hmm. the to Alfred in the woods up on the horses, that was totally, a real, totally like, cinematic moment. There was some slow-mo uh, used this season, but also like we first saw it in season four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I don't know this like scene when they're just coming in, the camera is mo- like just panning in and there's like the snow and the darkness. And mm. to me, this, this was like the most painting mm-hmm. and most of the time last kingdom is very gritty and, dark and yeah like this was like the most i was like this could be like a painting this could be like totally um you know something from a very high-end movie sort of like shot i don't like i don't know to say that but it looked totally agree oh i look great and again props millie brady alexander dream and for killing it i think it's a um she had to die this season i guess you know but it was a good send-off for her to do it so beautifully and to be in utrid's arms like I'm happy with the way she went and I didn't want her to die, but I'm happy that it was beautiful and meant something, you know, yeah. he takes her back. And again, it's just, it's beautiful. He carries her back, he just yeah. carries her in. And it's just, it is, I mean, it was just tearing me up watching this. Ugh. And then two, again, we keep joking about Althelm and Ethelfled and how like Uhtred like completely like owned him. But I, like, it's, it's always like to just show like how good and loyal Althelm is. And again, when he comes in with Ethelfled in her dead body, you can tell like Althelm's kind of like, oh, damn, he was the one who got her, her mm-hmm. in her last moments. And he doesn't like, Uhtred doesn't even like stop to like let Althelm see mm-hmm. or to say anything. He just goes past him, puts her down. So, I mean, I thought that was like also another little, like it was a cool moment, you know, yeah. like kind of a, a bro moment, I guess, from Alba Haldhelm to like yeah. just sort of accept that and mm-hmm. you know, it's just mm-hmm. be like, yeah, that's that's her man. That's the guy she loved back, not me. So I think Edward also feels a little bit like um definitely feels like yeah, cheated, jaded, cheated, and that he didn't you know. get to say bye to his sister. 
you know, right. because she was out snuggling with Uhtred at yeah. At, I think at he understands Ethel Brick's peak, you know. So yeah, and once they get back, he says like, "I did not have a chance to talk to you, but you know, I'm going to finish what we started." And there was another pretty uh, emotional scene too. We also get to see when Edward got there. Um, mm-hmm. We see him talking to the guy that later ends up being the guy who leads the henchmen to yes. kill the elderman. Yes. We didn't know that at the time. And I didn't, I didn't even put it together when we saw him fighting. I was like, right. I was just, I didn't even put it together at the time. And, but Ethel, Ethel Stan, Ethel Stan, yep. Ethel Stan sees this. And, and that's what I was focusing on. And that's why I was distracted because I was like, Ooh, like, here we go. Yeah. Cause, cause Ethel Stan had just said to, um, to the boys like i haven't seen my father in a really long time they ask him how when's the last time you saw your father and he's like a long time ago and, and so he goes and, and talks to his dad yeah. he has to confront his dad a little bit and, and edward's reaction is a little surprising to me because he's been ignoring this kid like his whole life mm-hmm. and now he's like ethelstan and he's kind of happy to see him he's kind of like he kind of says to him like um you know well we found each other now and I would I would like to speak more with you, but not, you know, not now, but I think we should talk more. Because I think Edward's whole vision of the future in the last couple of days has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, he can no longer trust Ethelhelm with, with what he's learned about um, what he did with the Elderman of uh, Mercia. So I think Elfward is sort of questionable in Edward's mind now. Yeah. And well, he's too- always been questionable in Edward's mind. And by the way, yeah. Elfward, we've seen little glimpses of Elfward. Um, he's kind of wimpy. He's yeah, kind of like, um, he's got a bowl cut and he's just, kind of, he's just not a strong, I think it's a, earlier. We see him trying to shoot an arrow and yeah, really bad. It's really bad. And, and Ethel Helm's even like, this is what you get for letting a ball re- re- being raised by his mama. You know, yeah, like, he does say that he's not as bad as that kid from game of Thrones that like is breastfeeding on his mother. When <laughs> yeah, he's that's like, true. When he's like true. 18. But he's like the last kingdom's almost equivalent mm-hmm. of that. And I don't think Aylford's like a bad kid or anything. No. Um, but I just think he's he's not a warrior by any stretch warrior. of the imagination. He he's got any sort of he's been sort of or, like you or, said, he's been coddled by his mom, yeah. not as much as Game of Thrones, but he has been. So Edward sees all that. Um, he sort of ignores his, his Aylford a lot. And if you remember and, too, he sent Ethelstan away at the end of season four. And I think right. he was kind of in his head that this would yeah, be a potential. He was because he said like thing. the marriage was legitimate. This is a legitimate mm-hmm. heir. To Edward the truly believes that. Yeah, and um, he's going to be in danger here, so you need to protect him. True, you know? true. And so I, I don't think Edward ever looked at it as I'm sending my bastard away to ignore him. I think no, he, that's true. That's true. I think even though that's kind of what happened, I think he kind of looked at it as Uhtred is going to protect and raise. A potential heir. I'm not sure if that's going to be the definitive one, but at least if it is, he'll be safe. Yeah, he's we have an option know, here. He's going to know the country. He's going to be a warrior. He's going to know martial arts. He's going to know. He's going to <laughs> he's, he's be a strong if he's raised by Uhtred. So you're right. It probably was in his mind that this could happen. Yeah. And now that he's standing in front of him, he's like, and all this is going down. It's almost like perfect timing. It's like, hmm, maybe this is a good time to start bringing him under my wing. Yeah. Let's say, okay, let's talk later. And, you know, Ethelstan is bitter and he's bitter when he talks to his dad here. It's, we talked to Harry Gilby about this scene and 
you know, it was a big scene. It was a big moment for them to reconnect like this. So, and later on, we see the the bros. They're in Aylesburg. Mm-hmm. They're sort of partying. They get back drunk, and yeah. Ethelstan sees men coming in with torches, mm-hmm. and he's like, "There's people coming to kill the king." And, and they're like, all just like, just "Shut sleep. up, <laughs> we're sleeping." <laughs> he's like, "No, guys, really." You know, and he's still like the youngest of the crew. Yeah. And they're just like, like, shut up. And eventually, though, he gets up. Citrix sees it. And he's like, all right, I'll go. I'll go get Uhtred and figure stuff out. And and then Ethelstan tries to he runs into these men. And they're jumping the Elderman now. And he yeah. tries to stop it. But I mean, they all just get killed, as we said, yeah. by these men. Um, and crazy Ethel stands even like shows down with the main sort of leader that, yeah, that we yeah. saw Edward talking was Edward. talking to mm-hmm. again. I didn't notice it though at first. Cause I was just focused yeah. on the son father relationship moment that yes. was going to happen. And I think, I think that was intentional. I think they knew that you would be distracted and not notice that because you would just see Edward and Ethel stand yeah. looking at each other right, know, from right. different levels. So that yeah. happened he failed he doesn't get killed though because citric comes in and knocks out the guy yeah it's a brutal um, it's a cool little battle that turns into like a fist fight and just every fight ufc Ethelstan, fight yeah every oh. fight ethelstan is in it feels like it's just like just brawling struggle to like the death like like a near death every time yes like when utrid fights it's just like this guy is gonna get killed um yeah. <laughs> you know and that's it's like the same thing when citric rolls up bam easy knockout yeah yeah um but like every time Ethelstan is like fighting, it's like a to your teeth fight yeah. to like scrap onto what you can. Mm-hmm. And he gets pulled off. And like, who did this? And I don't think he tells them, but they put it together because yeah. he says, like, oh, I saw this guy last night. So that's when they go and they confront. And the yeah. whole scene with Edward happens and he sits on the throne like a boss. Like we talked about, like a boss. And, and, at the end of the episode, too, which is very interesting, is Ethelstan is talking to Uhtred. You know, Ethelflood's being paraded through the town. And Ethelstan's like, how can he, you know, what kind of king kills kills people like that to take the throne? You know, what the heck? Yeah. Ethelstan says that to Uhtred, and Uhtred's like, that's like the only way to become king. He's like, I don't think it's possible to, to be a king any other way. So then all of a sudden you're saying Uhtred actually thinks Edward was, was right? I don't know sort of so much he thought he was right as i think it's just what he expects from kings i don't i I think he's just like this is the way it's done this is the way it's done like it's not necessarily utrud would want to do it yeah but he's he's a realist too and he's like that's kind of what you have to do but i i think it's kind of interesting um because like we we know they spoiled in season four they said ethelstan is the first king of all the saxons the first king of england Mm -hmm. of all england so I, i like there's all these beats in these episodes where we're kind of seeing Ethelstan has a different moral process and mm-hmm. expectation for what a king should do going in. So it's, it's, it, that was kind of the big moment from that for Ethelstan. Right. right. And Uhtred's got to make him realize this. So if he's going to be king someday, like there are going to be decisions you have to make if you want to stay king or, and it's going to, blood is going to be spilled probably. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a lesson for Ethelstan in that moment. You know, mm-hmm. the world is not all sunshine and rainbows. So the other big part of this episode is purely has Brita 
uh, Brita has purely captured. <laughs> I've got Not you. the other way around. <laughs> um, and he's tied up against a tree. And she starts questioning the Christian God, things about the Christian God, which I thought was what? Mm. Well, this is interesting. And purely is sort of saying like, yeah, your daughter is living with him in eternal life now. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. This scene that they cut throughout the episode. Yeah. Brita's like is cutting him up. She's torturing him. She's she does like a slow throat slit and she's like, yeah. it's gonna be slow. And it's just like she's messing with him this whole time. Mm-hmm. And and again, you know, she's this evil character. She's doing these bad things to him. And the whole time he just like he's like trying to convert her, like the whole time. He's not even yeah. like trying to save his own skin he's not trying to make like rationalizations for why things happen he's just like he's like trying to be supportive and he's like trying to convert her yeah because she thinks her daughter's lost in Niflheim. yeah she thinks her daughter's soul she's alone she thinks she's like i'm alone she's alone and he's trying to give her some sort of comfort by saying like no she's with the christian god and i think that sort of opens a small door for brita Mm -hmm. It makes her think like, oh, there's another possibility that my daughter, because of the love she had for her daughter, that my daughter is not suffering right now, mm-hmm. you know, and she even goes to him and is like, bring him back. Tell your God to bring her back. And he's like, that's just not how things work. And she even goes like to one of her men and like is about to kill one of her men. She's like, I'll make a sacrifice. I'll, you know, we'll trade this one. And he's like, you can't trade lives. Yeah. She said, unless, and like she said, unless you. What'd she say? Like, unless you pray for Yeah, you pray for it, you know. Make it to her to return. And instead, like he, he prays for he Brita. He prays yeah. for well, he, like he prays for Brita. He's like, May she not shed more blood. Yeah. Yeah. May so no like, more blood be on her hands. Something yeah. like that. And so she ends up letting him go. And I was honestly like, it's a this is like to me, it was a really cool bro moment because like purely like, saved this guy's life. And like he's been like he's been just so like stand up during this whole yeah like, he's being tortured and captured experience you know what i mean yeah and we know pure league's been in some shit like we haven't we don't know everything but we know he's got a long history of being a warrior before he was a priest so mm-hmm. but he also is so strong in his faith even if he's not he's not as like textbook or um orthodox as some of the other priests he he he's very strong in his faith but he does it in his own ways when this happens, when Brita, like, it makes her stop killing this guy, and all of Brita's men, like, realize, oh, shit, she's batshit crazy. Let's get out of here. Let's, <laughs> let's fucking get out of here. They all run away, and we don't see them again. That's when they knew she snapped, and, like, they don't want to be next. They don't want to be the next one she, like, tries to kill. Yeah. So they ditch, and the conversation sort of continues. She sort of, like, unties him. She's more casual with him. Yeah, they just, like, sit and eat later. And... and They're talking about hell, and she's like, so... So she's burning in hell and, and he's like, no, I don't really believe that part of the Bible. He says, I don't think that's necessarily true about hell. And, and they're having this conversation and Brita's sort of saying that, but then she goes back to her own religion. I, I didn't see Brita faltering on religion. I didn't see that happening. No, it didn't. It didn't seem like she caved at all, but I think she was just trying to look for something positive for her daughter. Something, some kind of comfort for her daughter. Yeah. And like when pure Lake was saying, you know like it wasn't her fault she was doing these evil things yeah that, you know it was it was yours <laughs> you know yeah like, you're the one was, who needs to repent for the sins not her yeah. 
Yeah. That gave her like some solace knowing that like her daughter is like in an okay place. Yeah. Yeah. Even if like she has to be like, all right, it's it's with the Christian God. I think she would prefer that over her daughter being in Nifelheim. It's just it was so surprising that she would even entertain these ideas of yeah. the Christianity. And but it, yeah, like it said, gave her like comfort. She was sticking to her guns. Over. She was. She was. Um, but I think she also feels betrayed by her gods to an extent, too. Definitely. I mean, like she's just been she's trying as hard as she can to just keep it yeah. true to the, the Dane culture and their gods. And, and every time, like more and more terrible shit keeps happening to her. Right. And she and, says even or and Pure League even says, though, you know, she was originally a Christian and she became a Dane a couple of times. Like, so she like started out when he's praying for her, you know, so amazing, amazing scenes with them. They, um, they like bury the daughter in like this cave because. Yeah, it's it's intermingled with with Ethelfled's death as well. Mm-hmm. And and you hear this like new um, Avor music. Yeah. Too over the top. And it's just beautiful scene beautiful beautiful sequences and they, they they put her in this cave and it's because like to she when she was like threatening to kill him unless he prayed for her to come back um she's like well you know christ was resurrected and so like it's kind of like entertaining that part of her like maybe she'll come back we we'll put her in mm-hmm. this cave we'll, we'll cover up the walls like like happened with christ in the bible and it's also you know sort of it's still kind of Dane in the sense that it's, it's different. It's not just a traditional burial and that sort of thing. So um, it was a cool moment. It was a really cool Very moment. Cool. And then, like we said, I mean, the rest of the episode happens, a lot of crazy yeah. stuff, politicking emotions and. Utra tells um, Elfwin and Ellsworth they need to leave after oh, Edward. That's right. That's right. Well, he tries to find them. And he, he goes up to Edith. There's also a conversation with Edith at one point in this episode talking about like how she was finally happy when she left and was free doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, she is, she's been free of pain since going off on her journey. So it's just a small conversation that was had. Oh, the big scene between Uhtred and Aylesworth too is. Oh yeah. After Ethelfled is dead and he brings her back, he goes to Aylesworth to tell her that her, her daughter's dead and you know, this was, this was, man, it was a good scene. Aylesworth was, a, was just like, I'm trying like, to make him hear me. Yeah. Do you man. hear She asked him, do you hear anything? And he's like, no, the town's quiet. No, in this room, do you hear anything? And he's like, no, she's like, he won't speak to me. God won't speak to me. Like I need him now. And he won't speak to me. <sighs> Eliza Butterworth, everybody, Eliza Butterworth, everybody. Wow. She's killing it. And killing like, it. she even like comes out like, like I've been so devout and pious. I've been like, I've been shitting on you for being pagan this whole time. And like, I'm asking for one thing, you and know, he keeps taking everything away from me. You know, it's rough. It's rough. And Uhtred is just there though. And he's just being comforting to her. It was a good, it was a really good scene. There's also a, yeah. a lot of good emotional scenes. And, yeah. and that's what, to me, again, that's what like kept the political stuff afloat and why I wasn't. Yeah. Like, and there's also a moment with Aldhelm and Elfwin when she's sort of giggling, you know, oh, thinking yeah. about boys, and he's like trying to bring her back to reality. And and then like she was complaining about her mother. Yeah. She's like, she she doesn't like me. She wants to be. Blah, blah. And he's just like, your mm-hmm. mother has given everything. Like, yeah. And like you can see, like again, he never gets like too emotional and like 
cracks down on people mm-hmm. like this like he was just like i've got out i've got to put this girl straight right now like, like yeah like how can yeah don't disrespect mercy like that you know and so and it did it like it got her going and then when her and her mother had a moment she's like i'm gonna turn around i'm gonna be mature and that's what that's what you know at the end of the episode then when edward's just like this shit is mine it just yeah. like it just threw them into a tailspin like we got to get out of here it seemed like Elfwin finally like realized she's like okay i'm gonna mature i'm gonna do my best for mercia yeah you know and then well doesn't matter now because <laughs> edward on the throne putting his just and again, incredible i was i was like i was kind of thinking like is she gonna get on the throne and like we don't we're not experts about the time period or anything but i don't remember when we mm-hmm. when we have done research that she was anything so i was like mm-hmm. is the show going to change history is is there like a period i don't know about that i'm going to learn about now and right um but ed was like nope nope <laughs> nope yeah so amazing amazing moments this episode another great episode here yeah episode 4 you know, if we missed anything, throw it in the comments. We'll talk about it more. But really, there was, was a lot that happened, um, a lot of emotional stuff. And like I said, that, that's to me why why it was a nine. There was just so many big yeah. moments. I was definitely there's a few like political moments. I was bored. Mm-hmm. There's a few like mm-hmm. when they were setting up for the big emotional or the big turn moments. I was kind of like, eh, kind of right. But overall, I mean, there was a lot of good shit in this and yes that's why it's it's a it's a it's a nine for me i mean this was cool <clears throat> pretty it's pretty solid last kingdom episode I, i'm i was very happy with how the season was heading um when i was with this with this episode here me too what was your favorite moment let's go favorite moment. oh my favorite moment i think was um i think when edward took the throne I think that was my most like jaw drop moment. Um, it was such an incredible moment uh, when he owned it. Like yeah. we said, that's that's my favorite moment. What's your best bro moment then? Um, so it's bro moment. It's it's a wholesome moment. It's when Uhtred and Ethelflaed reconcile. It, it, to me, it's got to be because there's been so much history between them. And to see them end like that, it, it means a lot. To both of them, I think, to the fans, to see them reconcile right at the yeah. end like that, and and talk to each other about what they both wanted, how it wasn't possible, but that's what they wanted. Um, that was amazing. And what about you, Steve? What would you say your favorite moment? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to say the same things. I mean, when I was yeah. watching the episode, mm-hmm. Pure League, um, you know, sort of doing this prayer thing for when she had when she was going to sacrifice one of her own men. Um, that was a that was to me it was a pretty good bro moment, but like. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as, like, my favorite moment when I was watching this, like, as far as, like, I was surprised. I was, I was, I was surprised because I didn't see Edward doing it. I was right. surprised because I thought the episode was going to be setting up. I was, I was literally saying, like, I think it, it might be even on my re- reaction video. When this episode was coming to an end, I was like, is episode five of season five literally going to be episode five of season four again? Are they, like, are they literally going to do I it? Know. And then, so I was surprised because Edward was like, shut that shit down yes. <laughs> and and just and so he took it so i'm gonna have to say like that's my favorite like if 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 ethel fled and utrid scene again that's my other moment like i can't i can't let either of those two moments go mm-hmm. it's like 
that's going to have to be again for like you said that's my best bro moment mm-hmm. um, between the two of them it's going to have to take over pure league because my <sighs> yeah. favorite moment besides the Utra Nethaplet stuff is Edward sitting his ass down on that throne after politically outmaneuvering Ethelhelm. Yeah, and you it exactly. Awesome. Just it was a good character moment for him. It was surprising for the show. It was yeah. it surprised me. It was so many good things. Yeah. Yeah, like you said you can make an argument for Pure League in a several different ways being there for Brita when he really didn't have to be, you know, like Yeah, the um, whole but, time. I mean, and that's know. what it made it tough. I mean, there was there was so many like big wholesome moments. It was Uhtred and Aylesworth. There was mm. Pure League and Brita, mm. Pure League for that guy. You know, the bros when when they come save Ethelstan. So I mean, there was just so many like little yeah. wholesome moment things. But I'm I'm gonna have to I have to give it to those two moments. I, exactly. Same as you. Same as you. Like, exactly. Those, those are the best ones, I think. Yeah. Well, let us know all your favorites in the comments, um, please. We'd love to hear them. And uh, any other thoughts and ideas you guys had about episode four of The Last Kingdom here in season five? Absolutely. Make sure you subscribe, follow, check us out on social media. We've got more stuff coming down the pipeline. We're going to be talking to more cast and crew members here uh, down the line from The Last Kingdom. Um, some familiar faces that we might have already talked to that you might see again, too. But we now have got some new shit to ask. So yes. make sure you are following and you're up to date. And like we always say, goodbye and destiny is all.